beautiful friend, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe. I'm a self-love and empowerment coach, mentor, and today I am here to be your friend. Um, We're going to be talking about removing guilt around procrastination and how to stay in, I'm going to call it the game of life versus checking out. Because I am someone who has had a lot of patterns in the past of checking out, of numbing out, of not knowing how to handle stress and overwhelm. So in the past, I would turn to things like weed. I would turn to things like filling up my plate with a bunch of things that made me feel busy and productive but wasn't actually moving me forward. Or I would fill my plate up with focusing on what everyone else's needs were so I could like, you know, get that satisfaction of life by being a helper and a giver. But all the while I was kind of avoiding and procrastinating on things that really truly mattered to me that, you know, would fuel my confidence. So if you have been struggling with procrastination and those feelings of wanting to give up, wanting to check out, or wanting to find excuses not to do the things that in your heart and soul you know need your time and attention, then this episode is for you. So one of the first things we need to acknowledge with procrastination is that it is a form of stress relief, okay? Hear me out. Obviously, it's not a very successful or effective form form of stress relief, but it's a form of stress relief. You know, oftentimes we procrastinate when we don't know where to start, when it doesn't feel safe to move forward, when we want it to look a certain way and be perfectionist about it, or when we are addicted to the highs and the lows, when we're addicted to that super intense, like, got to get it done right now because it's due in a couple hours. You know, you know who you are. (laughs) This was you. This was definitely me, you know, 12 page paper and I have six weeks to do it in college. And when do I decide to do it? The night before. And how do I decide to get it done? With Adderall and a cup of coffee. Okay. That was me. That was the type of person I was in circa 2013. Um, and over the past, you know, however long years, how past eight years of being on this self-love journey and the past four years of being a coach and a mentor and an advocate for women empowerment and self-love, uh, learning how to regulate my stress and regulate my point of focus and where my thoughts were has like contributed so, so, so much. I can't even begin to say how much it's contributed to the procrastination. Um, because when we're addicted to those highs and lows and like that feeling of needing pressure in order to get something done, then we're basically telling the universe to bring us pressure and we don't actually want that. Right. But if we've relied on that in the past, then our subconscious mind is like, well, I don't need to get started now because I always get it done and I work really well under pressure. That was my go-to, you guys. That was my go-to statement and affirmation was, oh, I work really well under pressure. I got this. I don't need a change. It always works. But here's the thing. That was actually my ego trying to protect me and give me a compliment Because the truth was, if we wait until the very last minute to do something, we can't really do our absolute best, right? Because we just have to hurry, get it done, first draft, done, done is, you know, done is better than perfect, which I stand by that 100%. Um, But if we spend, you know, 30 days 
overthinking and stressing about something and only one day actually taking action and moves towards something, it's oftentimes our ego trying to protect us from failure. And let me elaborate a layer deeper on that. When we give ourselves only a short period of time to do it, it's like a backdoor escape because then we can say like, well, if it doesn't go well, or if I don't get, you know, positive feedback, or I don't get a passing score, or I don't get that feeling of um, satisfaction, then I know why. It's because I procrastinated. And so it is a way to avoid the fear of failure. Because if we don't give our 100%, then we can say, oh, well, it's because I didn't give my 100%. But if we continuously not give our 100%, what is it protecting us from? It's protecting us from that feeling of failure. Because the ego wants to protect us from that possibility of, well, what would happen if I did give it my 100% and I failed? What would that mean about me? And this is where we need to remove the stigma of it needing to mean something. Okay. This is just my journey of what I realized as to, you know, cause it's these questions like, why am I doing this? Why am I sabotaging shit I care about? Why does it feel so impossible to start? Why do I keep, you know, and it's because I didn't know how to regulate my nervous system. Right. So I, I didn't know how to learn to work calm. And I also didn't know how to break it down into small steps in order to feel that satisfaction of a completed step, right? Because if we make the only step be complete the whole damn thing, whatever it is, versus a step being complete this one section and then celebrate, complete this one section and then celebrate, you know, having those markers of what the tasks are for the day that contribute to the greater good. You know, whether this is you work for yourself, whether this is cleaning your own house, whether this is your schoolwork, whatever it might be, can you work calm or do you need to get all jacked up on Adderall or coffee or, you know, pressure and stress of having it due in a couple hours or having it be wait until the last, to the deadline, you know, what's your relationship with procrastination and how does it manifest in your life? Um, and then also having that conversation with yourself of like, is this actually me avoiding the fear of failure of being able to have this like, well, I didn't actually give it my all. So that's why it didn't work out. You know, it's kind of a sabotaging thing that happens and it's not on purpose. And so this is why we got to remove the guilt. This is a response to the nervous system trying to regulate itself by avoiding certain things. Um, you know, so let's remove any, any guilt that you have around this. And instead have a lot of love and grace and compassion that you are on your journey of doing the best that you know how, and you are now ready to learn new information to do it in a different way that best serves you, serves your purpose, serves the impact you want to make in the world and serves your personal self-confidence. I've talked about it in many episodes and I'm going to talk about it again. I call it the confidence formula and the confidence formula is this. If you say you're going to do something and you do it, your confidence goes up. If you say you're going to do something and you do not do it, your confidence goes down. Okay. So this is why I'm a big fan and a huge advocate of journaling because in the morning you can be able to look at, well, what's on my plate today? What do I have going on and what needs 
what needs my attention and needs my focus and learning how to schedule your own day out and scheduling it in a way that you know you can accomplish what it is that you're setting out to accomplish. And also, you know, for the women listening, you got to keep in mind your, your flow here. You got to keep in mind your menstrual cycle. Like for me right now, I'm in that two week period before my bleed. And so this two week period before I have my, my, my moon, I like to call it my moon because it's like our periods sync up with the moon when we get off birth control. Um, you know, so a lot of women right now, it's like that full moon. This is, it's April 27th, 2021, the full moon energy. And so a lot of women were feeling like this exposed, you know, a little bit weepy and all these things. Um, and so the, it's a, it's about, yeah, a full two week period right before you start your period. That's when your estrogen levels are peaked. Your testosterone is peaked. That's like the get shit done mode of the month. Okay. So that's kind of how I'm feeling and where I'm at with my personal cycle. And so that's why I'm like thinking about more of like the productivity side of things, like what gets in the way of productivity, what gets in the way of your confidence. Cause that's what it comes down to. It does not matter exactly what you are doing. It matters that you are being in integrity with what you have set out to do. Because if you make a plan that you want to go for a walk twice a week, or you want to start drinking more water, or you want to, um, you know, start this new side business, or you want to deepen your relationship with a parent or a sibling, whatever it is that you have decided you want, are you taking action towards creating it? Are you letting yourself become the type of person or are you thinking about it and not taking action? Because if you're thinking about it and not taking action and then feeling bad about not taking the action, you're literally like, you're doing the confidence formula to decrease your confidence. And so the reason why I'm saying, you know, bringing up the whole thing around your menstrual cycle is is, is getting to know that because the way that we operate as women is going to be different than our male counterparts. And it's a really important thing to keep in mind that you can't have guilt about feeling less energetic when you're com- in, like comparing yourself to who you were two, two weeks ago. If you're in the middle of your period right now, obviously your energy is going to be lower. Your attention span, like we're more in like the analytical side, you know, of the mind. So if you guys haven't listened to the Optimize Your Flow episode with Marie Barker, I highly recommend it after this one. Um, and so in the mornings, I love being able, and like, for example, today, I knew that today I get to go for a walk, right? I have to go for a walk because I have not been exercising and I could feel it in my body. And even the way I feel today, this afternoon, I feel so energized because of taking that 25 minutes to go for a walk this morning. But I had to look at what's working and what's not working, you know? So I wake up in the morning, I get excited about journaling. I pull up my calendar. I'm like, okay, what's on my calendar today? And then what's on like my personal plate that I want to get done? What are those things? You know, I had a couple errands that I needed to run. You know, I have things that I'm preparing um, for a glow self-love mastermind because another launch is another group. The, uh, the fifth sisterhood of women is coming together May 31st. So I'm like preparing, I call it prepping the party. I'm prepping the party to invite women into this group if that's what they're ready for. And that's what is calling to them. Um, you know, so there's these different things that I had on my plate, but 
it's not, it can't be like zero to a hundred. So it's looking at what is possible today. What are those top three things? But because I've had more energy and I know that I will continue to have more energy over these next couple days, um, you know, I, I let myself be, I call it a stretch zone. What's my stretch zone, right? What's, and I always like, what's those top three most important things? Anything else is a bonus, but I set the stage in the morning. I write it all out. What is on my plate? What are those steps that I get to, what are those things that I get to do today? And then I ask myself, who do I get to be today, right? Who do I have to be? Who do I need to be? What are three words to describe the person I want to be while I do those things? So I like to choose three words, you know? So for today, it was like, I want, I want to be calm. I want to be focused and I want to be joyful, right? I want to do it with joy, but I want to feel calm. I want to feel calm and I want to feel focused, you know? So I set those words and I write those at the top of my journal, like calm, focused, joyful. And so this is where we set the goal for the day and also the intention for the day. Um, but if there's certain things that you write down that you want to do, but in the back of your mind, you're like, holy shit, I'm so fucking scared. Do you really think you're going to do that? No, because there's a part of you that's afraid to do it. And so we got to break down those thoughts. What exactly are you afraid of happening? You know, if it's like, I'm afraid people will judge me. I'm afraid I'm going to fail. And like, I encourage you to pull up your journal and be like, yo, Kelsey, what's actually going on here? What are you afraid of? And imagine having a conversation with the part of you that's afraid because there's a part of you that's excited and ready for it. There's a part of you that's afraid. There's a part of you that doesn't care. There's a part of you that really cares, right? We have all these different parts that make up the whole of who we are. So it's like, which part of me is afraid and why? It's like, okay, maybe it's the child part of me. It's like, you know, my younger, my younger self, I can feel that it's like a young version of me that's afraid. It's like, okay, I'm afraid of what people might think. It's like, and so write that out. Like, you know, part of me feels afraid of what people, what people might think. And then you can write the other part of me feels like, fuck it, let's do it, you know, or whatever. But you got to give those parts a voice or else the part of you that's afraid will take over and be the loudest voice you hear. And in order for us to take time to hear those different voices, we need to slow down. We need to calm down. We need to stop doing the busy work. We need to stop saying yes to everyone and like seeking out how you can help other people because you're trying to avoid your own shit. And I'm saying that so directly because I've been there and I get it. Okay. So, you know, getting clear, which part of me feels afraid to do this? Which part of me feels ready to do this? And how can the part of me that feels ready comfort and give love and compassion to that part of me that's afraid? And I like using the visualization of the part of me that's afraid being like, it only is afraid because something doesn't feel safe. And so giving love and affirmations to that version of me saying like, hey, I know you're afraid, but I got your back. And I'm going to carry us and I'm going to hold us and we're going to get the love and support that we need in order to follow through on this. And that might actually involve you calling someone and asking for some help. 
Maybe you need a hand with something. Maybe you need to go and do some Google University, right? If you're stuck in a loop of, yeah, I don't know how, I don't know how, I don't know how. Have you Googled it? (laughs) Legit, so many things in my business that I've gotten hangups on where I'm like, oh my God, I feel overwhelmed because I don't understand this one step and I don't know how to do it. You know, sometimes it'll take me a couple days to be like, oh shit, have I Googled this yet? You know, and but in order to Google and research and read, we have to slow down. So this all comes back to how well we can manage our stress. And this is why I teach tools of journaling and meditation and slowing down and regulating the nervous system because our brain functions differently. The way we show up to the things we have on our plate shows up differently. Like everything changes when we learn how to calm and slow down. Okay. So never forget that Google is your friend and majority of the answers you need on a technical basis. If there's something that you're like, I legit don't know how, you know, sometimes that's the case. You know, have you Googled it? Have you taken the time to seek the answers that you need? And if you feel overwhelmed that it all feels so big and you're like, yes, but this is like an eight hour thing and I don't ever happen to have eight hours in the day, break it down into a bunch of steps. What would be step one? And these are questions that really help me get out of my head and get into action. So then I can be able to boost my own confidence is how can I make this easier? Cause I'm a Virgo. I'm the queen of making things complicated and more complicated than they need to be, you know? So how can I make this more simple? How can I make this simpler? (laughs) I don't know, but you guys get what I'm saying. Second question, how can I make this more fun? Is there a way to make this a little bit more fun? You know, third question, what do I need in order to start? Maybe you do need to call someone and ask for help. Maybe you do need to research something on Google. Maybe you need to go for a walk and calm down and stop looking at your cell phone. You know, what do I need in order to start? Maybe you don't. And this is where also, if you don't actually need anything to start, that will be revealed to you. Um, And I really encourage you to journal these questions out because it forces us to slow down because our mind functions and processes and thinks way faster than our ability to write. And so when you are journaling and asking yourself these questions and writing these questions, you're able to identify those different parts of you. And you're also slowing down your nervous system. So it's all contributing to overcoming that procrastination. Um, cause procrastination can be you know, it can, it can definitely get in the way of our self-confidence. And that is why I've created Joyfully You podcast is to directly support you with your self-love, your personal empowerment, and your self-confidence. So, whew, that was good, right? I feel really happy about this episode and sharing this with you. All right, guys. So I've created something that's called journaling for self-love. It is $7 and every week for an entire year, you will receive a journal prompt that will guide you deeper in that relationship with yourself that will awaken your subconscious and will allow you that time and space. So slowing down just becomes a part of who you are as far as your nervous system goes. Um, and also sometimes we need someone to guide us, um, towards these questions. Yes, we have day to day journaling, but what about setting a time once a week? Imagine just 10 minutes once a week 
that you dedicate to your own self-love and that relationship with yourself. And so that is available. There's a link in the show notes, $7. You can get self-love journal prompts sent to your inbox every week for an entire year. Sounds great, right? I got super excited when I created this. And so um, go ahead, check it out, get it. It's not going to be available forever um, because that's just how it goes. You know, I get to I get to bring it in and take it away whenever I want because it's my business and I like to play and it's fun. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you're listening and you loved it, take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram stories. Believe it or not, Instagram stories is one of the biggest ways that people find Joyfully You podcast. And so I truly believe if more people can understand, you know, I call it the three P's. I help people (laughs) overcome the three P's, procrastination, people pleasing, and perfectionism. When we can learn to understand why we're doing it and how to overcome the three P's, then we ignite and activate self-love and self-confidence and self-acceptance. And when we have those things ignited and activated, we get to create that impact in the world. We get to create joy in our own life and we feel on purpose, you know, and we feel good and we feel in alignment. And that's where, that's really my mission in this world is, you know, to empower and inspire people to love and to lead, you know, whether you are leading yourself or you are leading yourself in order to lead others. Um, it, it, it makes a big difference if it's done from a place of love. So that's my why behind this show. So I'm Kelsey Lowe. You are listening to Joyfully You Podcast, and I'm so glad that you are here. Um, if you haven't connected with me on Instagram yet, I'm always goofing around, creating reels, posting to my story to you know bring you guys value and things that can connect you deeper to your relationship with yourself. So Have the most amazing day or morning or evening or whatever time it is that you're listening to this. And I will catch you on the next episode.